caution. What you are about to listen to could be dangerous for anyone wishing to live a normal, safe life at the end of a cheesy cul-de-sac. Back to Jerusalem podcasts are not made in sterile recording studios with professional DD DJs, but instead behind enemy lines with horrible acoustics, bad internet connections, and suspicious-looking coffee. Listening to Back to Jerusalem podcast could include unwanted side effects like selling your house, leaving your boring job, and uncontrollable desires to speak strange foreign languages. So buckle up, strap in, and hold on, because this is Fast Train, baby, to all those places your mother warned you about. And now, for your host, the man known for having a radio face, Eugene Bach, coming to you live on delay in 5, 4, 3, 2... Hello and welcome to another edition of Back to Jerusalem podcast. Uh, I am your host for this time, Eugene Bach, where I am coming to you live on delay from somewhere within the borders of China. Uh, Right now, I am sitting together with a wonderful young lady that we've worked with for several years. Um, Her name is uh, Ruth. Ruth, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Uh, Ruth has been running the Back to Jerusalem travel agency here in China. So if you ever need anything that has to do really with travel, though we don't have a a, a specific website that you can go to per se for um, uh, your travel needs on our on our website, which is something that we've we've been working on, we've been praying about, uh, we do have a vision for. Uh, however, if you have travel with you and your um, Let's say that you have a youth group, you have a mission group that you're going to be traveling to a remote area of the world, and you need someone to help put together that travel, give us a call. Send us an email. We would love to be able to serve in that way. Uh, Right now, uh, Ruth is actually the person who runs our travel agency here in China. She's mainly focused on the Chinese clients. Uh, Ruth, how long have you been running the travel agency for Back to Jerusalem? Almost uh, three years. So for about three years, you've been yeah. running the travel agency, but you you mainly focus on the Chinese, right? Right. I mainly focus on Chinese missionary and the missionary who from another country to China too. So when Chinese missionaries, for instance, go to serve in places like uh, the Philippines, they yeah. go to uh, Iran, you're the one that arranges all of their travel. Yes, as well as the visas and the tickets. I try to find the cheapest visas and the tickets for them. And that's why we love you is because you always find the cheapest way. This woman is a miracle worker when it comes to finding the cheapest tickets, the cheapest hotels. She finds deals out of nowhere. Um, If you ever wonder, you know, you hear about the Chinese missionaries that are going into places like North Korea. They're going into Iraq, Iran, Sudan. How do they travel there and back? Well, it's Ruth. Ruth arranges all of their travel. Without Ruth, the missionaries would be on their own. Many of them have never really traveled abroad, right, Ruth? Right, it is. Yeah, so uh, when you are helping them, how does that work? Do they call you? Do they email you? They will call me or email me too. And you know, nowadays China is getting more prosperity. And so they have a lot of people who want to go to the uh, overseas to see how another country like, as well as for the uh, Chinese church is getting more prosperity so 
uh, I mean, it's not just outside. I mean, it is inside of their spiritual. So they are prepared to go abroad, and so they wish um, the money will not just using for the traveling. The money will use for the mission field. So they they wish in the future. God could bless China more and to bring more people to go to abroad for the missions. But they need a way to go, so the travel agent could help them to cover their identity to go. Yeah, so China is becoming more prosperous. Right.、Uh, every year we see more and more、uh, companies growing. I think there's、uh, something like a new millionaire in China every hour. Uh, there are there's a lot more money coming into China than before, so a lot more Chinese are traveling abroad than used to travel before. But still, the missionaries they usually don't come from wealthy families, right? Right, right. But the missionaries they are very wealthy in their spiritual life, even though they are very poor. But they really have the fear to go to abroad to to be ready to preach. So I wish in the future. They have more people could help this poor missionary to go to abroad. They are very wealthy on their spiritually. If、yeah. you have time, we'll come you to China to see this prepared missionary students. They are fulfilled, fair to go to. So, if somebody wanted to come to China, for instance, and、um, they wanted to. Get the cheap way that you are able to arrange. Are people able to contact you and ask you to arrange for their travel as well? Right.、Yeah. I also can ask the missionary students to lead them to go to the tourism cities to go and let them to know more, to know personally about the missionary students in the future if they want to come, if anyone who want to come. So you are arranging for back to Jerusalem missionaries to go from China into other countries. Actually,、um, I think it was last week. I was in Iraq,、yes. and the whole trip to Iraq, we had four or five Americans that were together with me on that trip. You were the one that arranged that entire trip for everyone, right? Yes, eight days. So they didn't even have to come to China. They flew from America to Dubai, to Doha, to Iraq. And then back home to America, you arranged everything. Right, it is. Yeah,、uh, the only thing that、uh, we had to arrange ourselves was a hotel in Iraq, but that's only because I wanted to stay at a hotel that I often stay at, and that hotel you can't book online because it's kind of a little bit more of a remote hotel. But if I needed to get a hotel in Iraq, you would have been able to do that as well. Yeah, anywhere and、uh, any kind of the hotel, just let me know. I I think I can book the more cheapest hotel than you book at the retail. The at the hotel receptionist. Yeah. So I mean, most people know that Chinese are able to get very good deals, and you're one of those people that really fight to get the best deal. So whether it comes to plane tickets, whether it comes to hotels, whatever it is, we're actually driving right now in a vehicle while we're doing this interview. As I like to do, most of our podcast is on the road.、Uh, today we are sitting in the back of a van where we are. Uh, in Shenzhen, going to another travel agent's office that we might be partnering together with in the future, because the need for、uh, travel agent services is growing more and more. Yes, you can if you want to fly to France, if you want to go to the UK, if you want to take a beach vacation in Tahiti or Bali. 
you can easily go online and do all of that yourself. What we are good at, if I can say that, if I can say if there's an area that we can compete in, it's those areas that you may not be able to find online. For instance, if you want to go to North Korea, if you want to go to Iran, if you want to go to uh, Sudan or Somalia, those locations may not have even updated travel information on websites and you may be left clueless about where to turn to next. If that's the case, then may I suggest that you give us an email. You can send me an email if you would like to connect with me first and then I can connect you directly with our dear sister Ruth. And you can send that email to sinobach at gmail.com. That's S-I-N-O-B-A-C-H at gmail.com. Or you can call us at our main office. Our main office contact information is there on our website at backtojerusalem.com. Ask for Belinda. Belinda arranges all of our travel uh, stuff from the United States. She works together with Ruth. Uh, Ruth is our Chinese organizer. Belinda is our American base organizer. But you could directly connect with Ruth as well. Whatever suits your fancy, really. She has been working here for several years inside of China as a travel agent, and she could basically take care of all of your needs, especially if you are traveling with a group on a missions trip. Uh, you have arranged mission groups to yeah. leave out of China. Eight days. Eight, eight yeah. And what's the largest group that you've arranged to go from point A to point B? I think uh, I arranged uh, is more than around 40 people from Guangzhou to Hu Chi Minh for more than seven days. Yeah, so we had a group of about 30, 40 um, back-to-Jerusalem workers who flew to Ho Chi Minh in Vietnam, where we had a training there together with them, and you arranged all of their travel. Uh, when we go to Jerusalem, you arrange for the travel to Jerusalem. When our training partners go to the training center in the Philippines, you arrange for that. In, we have a conference in Hainan province last uh, year, so which is more than 100 people. I helps to arrange it. Yeah, so we had, I think, how many Chinese were there at that conference in Hainan? I think it's more than 70. So yeah. about 70 Chinese, and then we had uh, anywhere from 30 to 50 yeah, foreigners. 50 and you arranged all of that, all of the meeting places, the food, the uh, all of the details she basically took care of. I don't even want to try to go through the details because it hurts my brain. She uh, is an organizer by heart. That is one of the things that, that she is very, very good at. Now, before we started working together, you helped run uh, our language school in Beijing for many years. How long were you in Beijing? More than two years. And what did you do there? I'm a cashier and uh, office uh, assistant. Yeah, so office assistant and what we would call an accountant. Yeah, so you basically accountant. ran the accounts for the training center there in Beijing. Yes, it is. And as then, well, as well as Lhasa. As well as Lhasa, that's right. So you helped run the finances for the Lhasa Hotel. We have a back to Jerusalem hotel in Tibet in Lhasa, and you helped arrange the accounting for that and also worked a little bit for the management for that hotel. 
we we have several businesses. You know, when Back to Jerusalem missionaries go into other countries, they can't just show up, obviously, and say, hey, we're a missionary, we're here to work. So what they do is we have to set up a, a cover. We have to set up a, a tent type of business, a tent-making business, as we'll call it, referring to the book of Acts and the work that uh, the Apostle Paul did. The Chinese that go out, they have to do jobs. But many of these Chinese that leave out, as Ruth had said earlier, many of them do not actually have a educated background. Many of them come from very poor rural areas. Some of them only have the equivalent of maybe an eighth grade or lower education. That means that for them to get hired in these other countries that they're going is is very, very difficult, if not impossible. So what we have to do is basically start businesses ourselves that would hire our own people. And then our people go in and they run those business and they do they do really, really well. Even though they don't carry a formal education, God has blessed them in amazing, amazing ways. Uh, for instance, our hotel in Tibet we were able to staff it with about 15 back to Jerusalem workers that were able to work there, serve there. And the people that worked there, they were not highly educated. They, they, they came from very, uh, uneducated backgrounds. Uh, they came from poor rural agrarian areas, but they did amazing. They came in, they served, they were able to have a business that made money. So, and then the money was then turned and goes into the missions. Now, the Back to Jerusalem Travel Agency actually makes money, correctly, correct? It's a, it's a business. Yes, it is. And this so money, this, this money goes to make you rich? No, this, <laughs> <laughs> this money will go into the mission field. And also, you know, this business will bring our door, will bring a way for the missionary students. They, are, they have a lot of missionary students. They are ready. They are already prepared, but they want to have something to work and in order to work well well in abroad and your your salary your income doesn't come from this company right yes where does it come from back to jerusalem yes i'm going to answer that for you because you you (laughs) you you didn't know exactly what to say there um basically uh, back to Jerusalem is able to bring you in. You work as a missionary assistant. That, that That's your main job is to support missionaries. Even though yes. we call you, the, you are the director of the travel agency. Mm. But for the most part, you're not a travel agent by heart. You don't even want to be a travel agent, yes. really. You just want to do it so that you can serve the Lord. Yes, it is. And so why... What is it about the Back to Jerusalem vision that brings you on board? What is it about the Back to Jerusalem vision that has brought you in to run this travel agency? Because, you know, since I was 15 years old, I was called by, by, by God in my church. The leader used to give us the Back to Jerusalem vision, as well as we saw a lot of DVD and we see the uh, a lot of books. We saw they have, they have a demands. A lot of you know uh, uh, demands in abroad that need the people to uh, reach. So when you were a young girl yes. and you were attending church, you can yes. remember your pastors talking yes. about the Back Since to Jerusalem right. vision. Yeah. So now I'm already more than thirty years old. Oh, wow, you're getting old. 
Yes, but <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. Yes. Sometimes my jokes might might yes. not be understood in in other languages. I was compl- I was a complete joke. Yeah, but um, the vision asked you in my heart. And you are so serious. You just keep talking about what you have on your mind, regardless of any joke at all. <laughs> but the vision asked you in my mind and uh, in my heart, and uh, I think uh, the life is more meaning. If I involve this mission, so I also, as I so you feel that your yes. your life takes on a, a more of a meaning when you are a part of this yes. back to Jerusalem vision. Yeah, and also I saw a lot. I saw the lot of missionary students they are already prepared and they really have a heart to go abroad. But you know, we couldn't reach to abroad by one minute. We have to be reached to abroad one step by one step. But this is the yeah, first so segment. You, the vision is to send out many missionaries, like yes. one million missionaries, you yes. were saying, or, or the idea of one million missionaries. Yes. But you can't just send out one million. It has to go step by step. Yeah, and, and And how are you now involved in that step by step? How I involve this mission field. Yeah. Can I say um, the story about you? Uh, maybe a little bit. Okay, um, I have this. Mm, I have this vision many years ago, but gradually I felt this vision was um, getting, you know, not clear to me. Um, from after I get married, uh, but God brought Rabbi to my life, and He shows me how the brought looks like and which fair which really, you know, fill my heart again, let me to involve this mission um, again. So three years ago, once I go back to my hometown, I saw a lot of prepared So you, after you got married, you still had this vision in your heart, but yes. you were involved, yes. uh, you, you were married, yes. uh, you were, you were uh, living in, the, in, a, in Shanghai. Yes. And uh, what was going on during that time? When you first got married, what were you doing? I felt the vision is not very clear to me. And, and so what did you do? I had a job in the British company. In a British company? Yeah. And, and what was your job in that I'm, British company? I am accountant and the HR manager in my company. And you're, you guys did things like you did like launches for big companies, right? Uh, the events. Events, yeah, you yes. did the events, yes. like the event launches or yes. the event planning yes. Yes. for, and what were some of those companies that you served during that time? I mean doing accounting parts and the human resource parts. But didn't you guys plan like events for like Microsoft or uh, BMW uh, or Mercedes yeah, 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 yeah. or? Yeah, it is, it yeah. is. Whenever they have the new products, will um, be to show on the world our company will help that. Yeah. And that company that you worked for in Sh- in Shanghai, you and your husband began to be f- pretty financially wealthy. I mean, you guys come from a rural area in Hunan province. Your husband works for a big company in Shanghai. You worked for a, an international foreign company in Shanghai. And you started to you know, build up wealth. You started to get in money. You started to do very well. But you weren't that happy with no. that work. No, I never happy because, you know, uh, first God really, you know, mm, uh, really, you know, disciplined me. First, I didn't have... Disciplined you. Yeah. 
first I didn't have baby. Then I cried to God. I said, if you give me baby, I will keep to serve you again. Then God gave me baby. Gave me he didn't just he didn't just give you a baby. He gave you twins, two babies. So yeah. you got twin boys. Yeah. Then. Um, so he wants you to serve him twice as much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, but you know, still, I felt that you know. So most mothers say, if you give me a baby, I will give them to serve you. But you said, if you give me a baby, I will serve you. <laughs> yeah. Then I said to God, um, but you know, gradually I go back to work to work again. And, uh, you know, God uh, really, you know, display me again. I got sick so seriously. So uh, even though I didn't tell Rabbi, but God knows that. <laughs> I need to tell you, but God knows that. Then my mother-in-law said, Ruth, did you forget whatever you pray to God? You said, if God give you baby, you will serve God. But why did you forget that? Then I said, okay, God, if you heal me, I will serve you again. Then around three years ago, I quit my job immediately. I said, God, I really want to serve you, but I don't know how. If you want to let me to serve you again, please show me how. Then the next day, I didn't email to Rabbi. I didn't call. Okay, I didn't call to my leader, I didn't email to my leader, but my leader wrote the email to me in the next day. He said, I want you to do the travel agent. And I thought this vision is from the God. God put me in this field, want me to do it. Then since I do it, I felt God really opened the door for me. I felt it's not from the human being, it's from God guiding and you really do have a gift for administration, for business, for understanding business. And because of this gift that you've used in the business world, now you're using that same gift for missionaries. You are performing a task to get missionaries plugged into countries around the world that otherwise we would have a very difficult time doing. We could work with other travel agencies, but they would not be Christian and they would not understand the call and the vision like you do. Yes. And one of the reasons why I brought up that, you know, you don't take a pay from the company is because uh, when people call in to back to Jerusalem to have back to Jerusalem arrange for the travel, basically it's for the cost of the travel and then the administration fee that's added uh, to the tickets or the travel fees, those that money goes right back into the mission. It doesn't go to you. It doesn't go to any boss. It goes only to the mission. Yes, it is. Um, the, um, the, the leader helps the, the missionaries, uh, covers the missionaries' tickets and visa fee, as well as, you know, once the, from the new places was opened, they will help the missionary students to set up the business. Also, this business money from my... So the, the, this business can actually be used to set up in other countries as right, well. Right, So missionaries are actually able to train with you in Shanghai, and then after they've been trained, they can be sent out to other countries, and the business of travel agency can actually be used as a tent or a a money-making business for those missionaries to go to other countries and serve. It is. Yeah. Mm, yes. And so that's what you're doing now. You are providing not just a service, but a platform for other missionaries to have training yes. so that they can be sent out abroad. Amen. Amen. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So Ruth is one of those people that has just been serving um, day and night. I cannot, uh, you know, for her to arrange all of the travel that she arranges just for back to Jerusalem. That is before we start to look at, you know, the business opportunities of other people around China engaging her for her services. Just for back to Jerusalem, we keep her busy. Uh, We are spending, how much would you say that um, back to Jerusalem is spending on travel for missionaries to go into other countries about for one month what would the what would the bill be what would the fees be so let's say uh, one month uh, we have the Chinese going to the Philippines how much would that cost for the a Chinese team of 15 people to go from China to the Philippines how much it cost yeah. from China to Philippines yeah you mean the tickets or the visa? Yeah, the, the everything for the Chinese. When you one arrange person. for everyone, for oh. everyone. Let's say one month of fees for the Chinese that leave China that go to the Philippines. About, would it be uh, 100,000 RMB? Would it be 50,000 RMB? About, so about yeah. 50,000 or 100,000? Yes. Yes. So somewhere between seven to 15,000 yes. US dollars, yes. something like that. Yes. So you are working quite a bit on a regular basis because even though that's just one example, there's um, people like me who call you or send you an email almost every day for you to do something. So you are constantly arranging hotels in uh, Ethiopia, tickets to Iraq, tickets to Egypt, tickets to... Right now, today, as we're sitting in um, in this van, we are arranging for a Back to Jerusalem team to go to... Uh, what country? Uh, India and Nepal. Yeah. So India and Nepal, we have a team that is wanting to start plugging in missionaries in India and Nepal. Now, we already have missionaries in Nepal. Right. You have arranged travel for those missionaries mm-hmm. in Nepal. Mm-hmm. But there's another group that wants to send more missionaries to Nepal as well as to India. Yes. It is. And they contact you because... Right. Right. They contact you because they know that you would be able to arrange their travel to that location. So this is um, probably one of the most key people for Back to Jerusalem because really the Chinese missionaries aren't able to go anywhere unless they arrange their travel. And Ruth and her team are the ones that put all of that together. So when you are praying for Back to Jerusalem, pray for Ruth. Pray for the the travel agency so that it can continue to grow because this Back to Jerusalem travel agency, not the name that we give it here in China. We have to call it by another name. Obviously, we, we, we can't give out those details about what we call it here in China. But if you need help or assistance or would like to use a Christian travel agency that is not just knows about missions but are involved in missions and are on the mission field and can arrange everything that you need for your next mission trip, especially if that mission trip involves coming to China. We would love to take care of those details for you. Again, you can send me an email at sinobach at gmail.com. That's sinobach, S-I-N-O-B-A-C-H at gmail.com. Thank you so much for joining us again. This is Eugene Bach coming to you live on delay from somewhere within the borders of China. God bless you. There's a simple way for us to help ISIS victims. 
drink tea. It's that simple. By drinking a cup of Back to Jerusalem Chinese tea, you will bring hope to the refugees displaced by ISIS. It is a healthy way to make a difference. So invite friends and family to your home for a Bible study around a warm pot of organic Chinese tea. Does your church have a cafe? Add Back to Jerusalem tea to the menu. All profits go to help ISIS victims in Iraq and Syria. My name is Jung, and I am an unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. It is considered quite dangerous for me to share the contents of this book, but these are stories that need to be told for God's glory and the encouragement of the church. So begins the extraordinary first-person account of a prominent leader of one of the largest underground churches in China. This dramatic true story is told in Back to Jerusalem's latest book, I Stand with Christ, by Eugene Bach. I Stand with Christ is a detailed account about a former Communist Party member who took a stand for his faith in Jesus and was targeted for prison, work camps, and torture. See how he goes from the prison cell of China's maximum security prison to leading one of the largest underground house churches of 10 million believers. Be amazed at this true story of suffering, sacrifice, and triumph. I Stand With Christ is available at www.backtojerusalem.com or where books are sold. <laughs>